When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's Spring Collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Fighting, fucking, and projectile vomiting. Finally, a rom-com for everyone. We saw a beautiful disaster, so you know what that means. Tonight, in the pizza capital of the world, to talk about the 2023 film. Yes, this movie came out literally months ago. Beautiful disaster. It's like Fight Club meets Fifty Shades of Grey meets American Pie, but produced by the Hallmark Channel. If you've not seen this movie, what do you need to know? Well, there's a real good girl who's also really good at poker, but she's leaving that behind to go to college where she meets a dude who's in a fight club, a real bad boy who ain't that bad. (laughs) They have an interesting relationship. I don't get why they're not together, but that's the whole movie. There's another dude 
He's much older. We'll get into that. And then the movie takes a wild twist when Brian Austin Green shows up as this girl's father and proceeds to turn this into a weird heist movie. More fights are had, deals are made, and in the end, everything turns out A-OK. -okay. And here's the thing. I hope you stayed for the post-credit sequence. So we'll talk about all of that and more. But first, let me introduce my co-host. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? What's happening, New Haven, Connecticut? I came to your city, I took a lactate, and I ate pizza. Or I should say, I ate a pizza. Get that A out of my pizza. Jason, Paul, you and I were backstage. We don't normally talk about the movie before we get on stage, but we were giddy because this movie was a treat. Well, my question for you is, why are we even covering this movie for this podcast? This should be an episode of Unspooled. Thank you. And this... no, I will not guest on that episode. Um, I fucking loved this movie. Full stop. It is... It's an odd, it's an odd movie because... It's not. I disagree. It might present as odd, but it makes all the sense in the world. Well, there you go. I mean, there you go. And you know what I love about it? It's finally a rom-com for the dudes. Uh, Fucking fight! Vegas! Yeah! Girls love a bad boy who fights MMA but has a consent app. <laughs> it's 2023 bad boys use consent apps. He's such a bad boy that he also knows a lot about biology. All right, we're going to break this all down, but there's someone out there that loves a romance, that loves a YA, and she is going to break down all the plot with us. Please welcome my other co-host, Miss June Diane Raphael. Welcome, June. Oh, hi, Paul. How are you? I am okay. <laughs> Period. Now, I'm just did, okay. Now, June, your thoughts on this film? Yeah. So, <sighs> I've never seen a movie this long. This was the longest film I have ever laid my eyes upon. Can I, when I, I would this, have liked more. Jason, at a certain point, Paul and I were watching it in our hotel, and we stopped it, and I said, it's got to be almost over. This has to be over. What else could happen? They're together now. It has to be over. 42 minutes left. Oh, yeah. 42 minutes left, and I said, Paul, I got to get out of the room. And he said, where should we go? And I said, let's get a Diet Coke. 
It was an emergency. We had to leave. We had to walk away. This was this movie struggle. does require a snack break, an intermission, if you will, like a, a we took an intermission. This movie rewards an intermission. Oh, yes. When they finally fuck, and goddamn do they fuck. <laughs> when they finally fuck, and it's all over, and boom, and I'm like, oh, okay, nice. I'm, watch- I'm watching it backstage at this venue. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess, uh, guess I'm all done. Boom. 35 minutes left? And you will be surprised to know the movie is only an hour and 34 minutes. That and what can't happens be is true, the, Paul. That can't be true. Well, it is true. It is true. But I understand because all of Act 3 is in its entirety a different movie with its own beginning, middle, and end. Yes. As if it's a short Judd Apatow movie. There is something bizarre because the premise of this movie is in the middle, which is the bet. The bet, like that would be a whole movie. Live with me. For 30 days. And then they fall in love. But that's like introduced a half an hour in. And then there's like an hour after that. Oh, yeah. Like that's just, that's an interlude. The bet is an interlude. There's, Paul, even before that, there's another movie in there. a, A movie I'd much rather see, to be quite honest, about Lucky 13 going to college. I'm like, give me that. How, I'd love to see that movie. How is the movie not starting with her as a child? And then jumping us forward. Why don't we ever get it? We get the briefest of hints of a flashback. Well, when, when his dad, when Travis's dad is like, I heard tell of a gambler. A gambler in Las Vegas. They're in Sacramento. No one, no one hears the tell of a, a small-time gambler in old Vegas. Like, the, it's, it's, it's not even the new Vegas. And it's all like, five sons are like, whoa, Lucky 13? We, of course, all know who Lucky 13 is. And here's what I never got to the bottom of. I, I wonder if anyone has the answer up here. Is it why are there so many fight clubs in Sacramento? <laughs> well, that part. And, and are they still auditioning for that, <laughs> that production of Titus Andronicus? <laughs> and also... How did her and America know each other? Yeah, she, maybe America's also from Vegas. There's a lot of questions. And the first one that jumped out to me was, we see her writing an email, and we're hearing it in voiceover, and we're reading it on the screen. And I was like, That wow. was a red flag. And we're also, we're also receiving in kind of visuals all the articles about Lucky 13. Yes. They're giving us information but no context, no understanding, no nothing. No, and my biggest concern was, why is her font that big? She's a young girl. Her eyeshadow should Not be very Not only was good. it so big, it was big and it was bold. Dear Dad. It was also <laughs> sorry, bolded. Sorry I, was I like, ran off. Sorry I ran off. I need a fresh start. <laughs> also, what I love about this movie is they set up this premise. Lucky 13. They don't... I know eventually they get to it, but as an audience member, this was a question I had. I was like, okay, so she's a poker prodigy. How the fuck did she play poker in a casino underground. at 13? Underground. They keep saying underground. But there is newspaper clippings. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So I imagine. This yeah. is like, what I had like to. She was written up in be- all the papers. I had to answer questions that the movie would not dare approach. 
And I, I thought, I just had to assume that there was some sort of like junior poker league that she played in. That there was some sort of kids poker league where they're, you know, they're kids playing poker. with Pokemon. Here's the thing that I, like, here's what I want to just draw your attention to, though, which I, I was truly mind scrambled at, which was this movie came out this year. Yes. This is a contemporary movie. So I don't accept April. that so at all. She, so the, the period in which she is Brian Austin Green's, right? That's who it yeah. is, right? Yes. Daughter, Lucky 13, is. 2013. <laughs> it's 10 years ago. All of that took place in the era of the internet. In the era, and they're acting as if she's from the 40s. Like, I heard legend about you. I heard, you know, yeah, there, there is this weird thing. Like, it, this is a time where phones, everything is in full, full speed. I will say this. What I love about this movie is... There are jokes, and they, they are making jokes, and I know that that is, it's a comedy, but sometimes it feels like the actors aren't sure what the jokes are, because one of the first lines in the movie, she's like, oh, and the showers suck, to which the lead character goes, I'm sure the showers don't suck. I was like, okay, this is position, like, yeah. Why? Okay, well, why would you doubt that? But then and why she, are you saying that? Is she thinking like, does but the then shower when she suck you says, up? When they're having sex for the first time and she says, is it in? I was like, home run joke. Great she's joke. Killing it. And when she's drunk and saying, okay, you can turn around and she's still topless all those times. I was like, this is killing me. This is good. The movie, I agree. The movie does itself so many favors by being funny instead of just, if this had been more um, Nicholas Sparksy. Yes. Right? We've done some of those movies. To, it, more earnest or sincere, it would have been, I think, insufferable. I but, have to push back here. Please. I, please. You mean, I, you mean I, I have on to. my contention that this is the funniest movie <laughs> okay. in because film I know, history? I know this is the third night of our tour, and I know we're starting to lose our minds, but I, I had one laugh in the movie, and it was at the scene where she was topless, I thought that was really well played and I did genuinely laugh. But this movie, and I, we talked about this word I'm about to use, Jason, yesterday. And we said this word is overused and it's lost its meaning. But I'm going to redefine it with this film and say the movie is cringe. It is so cringe. Everything about it, I was cringing. I was bracing. I need a massage. I was so deeply uncomfortable with what I was watching, and I was so upset about the jokes that they were going for. And, I, and, and the sex joke, I actually was angry about that joke, is it in? Because I'm like, all I've done here is wait for you two to fuck, and you're going to make a joke right now? Like, oh, see, I... I I really appreciated that they were also willing to let the romantic leads be silly, be goofy, tell jokes, be more not as... Jason, like the scene where they're I, throwing each other around the hotel room yes. and destroy the hotel room, I thought was very funny. Now, okay. were, there other, were there other actors in those roles? I might have even been more impressed by it. But I liked that because if it had tried to be an earnest sex scene, I think it would have been more cringe for me. Well, wow, he, okay. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I will say this, that 
it feels to me like a lot of improv was used. And as somebody who likes to improvise, I will say to the detriment of the characters because she is neither naive nor innocent as much. Like, she's like, I'm as sassy as you. And he's like, well, I'll out-sass you. Everyone's fucking sassy. And I'm like, I can't get a read on who I didn't is know cool who or who's not was. cool. I, I, I kept on wanting to say to them, just be yourselves. <laughs> just be yourselves. And but then that's, that's the whole point, is, though, is she's not being herself. She's like, I want to be a normal college person who denies myself. But Myself we, would go with Travis. Travis is like my dad. I'm trying to not make chaotic decisions. But she doesn't say that, nor do we see her even transition. We see her on the bus. I'm like, typing. And we're like, oh, you're a normal girl. But I guess maybe she's not. Later in the movie, about an hour and 27 minutes in, she goes, now, the reason why I don't want to be with Travis. I'm like, put that in the beginning. And you know what, Paul? I guess I have to say this. I didn't like who she was pretending to be, and I didn't like who she really was. I didn't like either version of her, and I didn't want to watch her for five hours. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places, and I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do. That's why you should invest in Simply Safe Home Security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when 
I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And regardless of the comedy, the reality of the movie, which is they go to this very exclusive college in Sacramento. Is it they, exclusive? What? When, it's all that goes exclusive. When I found out it was Sacramento, I lost my Sacktown mind. to the Mactown. I, well, I was like, none of this is present in um, the Greta Gerwig movie. <laughs> When when she, this is this is like more of a cool ladybird. Um, <laughs> ladybird just shows up at a fight club. Ladybird's well, like, let's go to the circle. Well, this is this to me is the craziest thing. Like, we're introduced to this. Like, it's normal. It's normal. It's like, oh, my boyfriend's taking us out. And then all of a sudden, we're like in a dungeon from Blade One. I'm like, oh shit, is this a vampire movie? <laughs> and then they walk in to a full-on fight club and no and, and it's like all oh we love fight club this is again a movie made in 2023 like oh, you got to come to fight club no, no, listen <laughs> and, and and by the way call me grandma that's fine but i didn't think it was funny and i know you love the comedy so much it's Jason. the funniest movie i've ever but seen I, <laughs> this movie's funnier than it, anchorman i didn't think it was a i didn't think it was a funny meat cute for her to have blood splattered all over her. That was Was insane. that funny? Is that supposed to be funny? That No, that was insane. <laughs> she was but sprayed with another man's blood. And she's, she's into it. She she's is like, into Ooh. it. She's so into it that she we it's cut disgusting. to her. We cut to her masturbating in the shower. Except Thinking it's not it. masturbating. It's just aggressive <laughs> shoulder washing. <laughs> The movie is like she's so turned on. <laughs> just rubbing their own shoulders that's like, that way. That's all they can show is. <laughs> that's like in Star Trek. There was like an episode or a movie where like Kirk hits somebody in the kneecaps and the character ooh and they go, "That's where his balls are." You know, so maybe maybe you know maybe she's got one of those upper upper deckers. Why? I don't judge. I'm all about body positivity. You got an upper decker. You got one below the waist. Wherever you got it, it's cool. Do you think? Do you think? What's the actor's name who plays Travis? Uh, the character's name is Travis, uh, Mad, Mad Dog. Travis Mad Dog. Um, Dylan Sprouse. Is he a Mad Dog? Mad Dog. <laughs> when Mad Dog is in all of these fights, right? Why well, he knows he's not caught by surprise. Why is he wearing jeans the whole time? <laughs> If I'm going to be in a fight club and that is that condones and nay encourages kicking, I'm not going to be wearing my jeans. Jeans don't have that much give, although I know Chuck Norris made a jean, a kicking jean. Oh, this well, this guy is not Chuck Norris. I mean, (laughs) imagine if just swap it out. She falls in love with, with grizzled old Chuck Norris. A little, a little fucking beef jerky <laughs> in jeans just going ham on people. I couldn't, I, you know, and I know I'm saying a lot of positive things about this. Don't get me wrong. The movie is absolute nonsense. But 
looking ahead at the movie we have tomorrow night and knowing what we've watched in the past, boy, was this a breath of fresh air. Yes. You know Indeed. what? You're right. And I, I, you're right. It had a lot of elements that I... Sh- that's, that's where I'm confused because knowing what I know about the movies we're forced to watch, you know, I, I'm not here with my own consent. I never signed a consent app Neither did letter. she. Yeah. Neither did she. She never signs the consent app. By the way, can we look at that consent app? I uh, need to see this piece of technology. We have a picture of it right here. So this is the consent app, and it's got some good details. It's called consent date. Oh, it this says, is interesting. She sent it to him. Yes. Carmen is requesting, requesting sexual sex. consent. Yeah, because that's the whole... The movie likes to play in like the post-Me Too era of, like, can bad boys really be bad? And we're... They attempt to explore that, and it enraged me so much. Yeah. I I literally was, like, losing my mind. But, yeah, she sends it to him because he doesn't want to get into trouble. Of course. Now, is is he saying that he doesn't want any BDSM, or is she saying she doesn't want any BDSM? This is hers. This is is requesting The hearts are hers. So, but I'm confused about what allowed... What What do you think allowed (laughs) devices is? You think that's vibrators? I guess so. Allowed devices. I thought it meant like... I'd love to see that drop-down menu. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just click on that, please? Boop. (laughs) Love to see what's in that drop-down menu. Guess what? I'd really like to see what's in more. (laughs) Animals. More. Upper deckers. (laughs) Um, A section that's just gross. But I also just, again... The writing in this movie always got me because the America's Boyfriend brought our main girl to the fight club. And then they meet for lunch the next day. And he goes, so, how was last night? You, you all went together. You seemingly all left together, too. They didn't. Did, well, once they left, they stopped talking to each other. <laughs> there was yeah. no recap of the night. There was no, such a great time. Thanks so much. Bop, thank, nothing. How was last night? We all experienced it. How about when they... Like, why do we need to reset the table? We, the audience, saw it. They saw it with her. We don't need to... All we need to do is establish that this man is a college student, which the only way they get away with Dylan Sprouse, Zach from Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. That's Dylan Sprouse from The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody and Above Deck with Zach and Cody. That's a Zach and a Cody? That's a Zach and Cody. That's Zach. For so, what's so wild about that Beth, is can like you pull for up a so long, you and I used to like take gummies and watch The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And I can't believe that we did. That's him. Wow. Well, I think a lot of people thought that Zach was the ugly brother. And then people, when they saw this movie, said, oh, well, I guess we were is, wrong. Can I ask a admittedly deeply naive question? Yeah. Is he a known hunk? Yeah. I don't know. Thank you, women of New Haven. <laughs> it's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, so I couldn't tell, because that was one of my questions. And, and same with the... the uh, Ashley? Is her name Ashley in the movie? Yes. Is she... Abby. Is she, Abby? Is, is, I didn't is know... Is she a known hunk? Is she a known honey? Okay, All right, it. well, I guess what I will say, and this is something that is a well that I just want to take the lid off of. We can go down it later... But there is a series of films that use the word after. 
right? After we collided, uh, after, after we fell, after ever happy, These are like after romance, everything. all romance movies? Yes, very serious YA, kind of what you're talking about. Um, and Dylan Sprouse is in one of these movies, so much so that they actually show clips of those after movies in here. So when that roommate is watching TV and crying, he's watching Dylan Sprouse in an after movie. So it's like a joke? Yes, because this is made by the same producers who make the after movies. Now this beautiful disaster is also based on novels, so are the after series. Beautiful Disaster is the first book that has three follow-ups and six please tell me. Please tell me there are movies to match every one of those. Well, so we'll get into some more a little bit later, but I will say this. So this is a series as well, but this is like, I imagine, the Fifty Shades of Grey version of like the notebook version. Yeah. Like if after is a notebook, this is the Fifty sure. Shades of Grey. And what is it? Okay, Sa- sexy fanfics, but based on what? All right, hold on. Let me get the mic to you. Let me get the mic to you because it sounds like you got some good information. All right, I'm come down. Okay. What's her name? Sarah. Sarah, okay, tell us what we need to know about can I after. Ask, can I just briefly, Sarah, have you read all of these books? I have not, but I've seen the movies. Okay, great. Okay. So let us into it. The after is based on One Direction fanfic, and it's basically <laughs> Harry Styles. Um... What now? Yeah. It's Harry Styles basically abusing a woman who loves him for some reason, even though she's being abused by him. And in this movie, actually, there's a part where Dylan Sprouse um, throws a a cup of something onto a guy, and his shirt says, um, fucking Trevor, which is his character's name. I saw uh, that. Yeah, so fucking Trevor is like a famous line from the Wattpad series, from the uh, after movies. So this is kind of, and people are saying- Give it up. Amazing. Thank you so much. Give it up for an expert. Give it up for an expert. Wow. And people- I think we gotta do the after movies, right? Okay. I have a lot, I have a lot to share as we go down this road, but I don't wanna just devolve it to just the Wikipedia because it is, wow. I'm learning a lot. What I will say about this that I really liked, and maybe this is the juxtaposition you're talking about between the after movies and this movie is, and I mean this, I liked that this movie was so... Funny? Horny. Oh, it's so horny. I liked that these are young people actually being horny and turned on and horny by, turned on by each other and experiences. And it wasn't chased and it wasn't, they're talking about sex. I felt like in a way that I was like, this is what I want sex life of college girls to feel like. The TV show. Oh, I you know what I mean? That. that show is so chaste in a right. way that I'm like, no, I feel like these people are talking more explicitly the way that young people might talk. I guess so, but... I don't know, it feels like a, a natural time to talk about the morning boner scene. Because... Amen. Do we have that on we video? We do have Can we the watch the boner. whole thing? Uh, this is scene four. Now, here's my question well, yeah. as we're watching it. What's making the cat sounds? I don't know. I don't this know. Scene, we will unpack it. Here we go. Uh, scene four. We can't pause it midway, so we'll watch it and then we can comment on it. Here we go. Scene four. 
bad kitty. Mouse. <laughs> Mouse. Abby. <laughs> oh, you're cute. Hmm, much. Um. Now, what do you think it is? Abby, you're. Wait, what are you doing? So, are we supposed to believe that she is having a dream about a cat, and then when she touches his heart on, that feels like a cat? What part of the cat is my question? What part of the cat does she think she's touching? And if it's its tail, gross? Gross. But also, I'm <laughs> correct, right? There are cat sounds. Yes. Not only are there cat sounds, but every time she, like, grabs his dick, there's a meow. That's what I mean. Where is that, where so, is that coming from? So my, my guess is, here's my guess. My guess is somehow this scene came after the establishment of the cat that he gets in the later part of the movie. Remember, he comes home oh, with a cat at yes. one point? Yeah, I remember that. And I'm that. like, oh, was this meant to be after that, and that cat is still around? Because... It is confounding that there are that but she. Jason, it's even almost if like the, you're hearing her dream. Even if the okay, there's still so many questions. Even if the cat is still around, why would the cat respond only in those moments? I agree. Okay, so then the only natural answer is the cat is under the covers. No, is that the sound his dick makes? <laughs> that's and the sound his dick makes. That goes to your theory. Every time she grabs it. We get it. <laughs> and I'm also like, what is her dream exactly? Yeah. Like, why is she Ooh, I got this so cat by the tail? Oh, cat tail. It's a, cat but tail. I mean, like, and but also it's like she's acting so playful, like, <laughs> oh yeah, you can't. But it's like I, none of this is what you would do with a to cat. A cat. <laughs> Unless she's strangling it. <laughs> Why? It was absolutely confounding. That's, that's when I was like, this is the best movie we've seen <laughs> since The Pope's Exorcist. Why <laughs> does she immediately fall in love with the Frisbee dude? Like, immediately fall in love with this guy who looks, and no offense to this gentleman, he is not a young man. <laughs> and, and, and I don't mean that like, he's an older man. We have to, we have to be honest. no less than 41. Yeah. Like, not a day if younger he's, than so If he's so. in college, this is because he never went to college originally. He's like, oh. hey, finally. No, he's I a professor. He's a tenured professor. Well, that's what I was going to say. I fully expected her to go to class, and he was going to be the TA. He was going to be somehow. Yes. But I did. I, not, I laughed so hard. When she hits him directly in the nuts with that frisbee, I was like, "I'm Jason. in! I'm in! I'm in!" She's 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 rubbing dicks. She's destroying balls. Wow! Yeah, I'll take it, please. Do you remember what we watched last night? I do. do you no, remember? I, but I do. Then I do. She says something again. This is like one of those jokes that is a non-joke where she goes. He's like, she's like, you should put some ice on those balls. And he's like, you should put ice on my balls. And then they just continue the conversation. I have so many questions about him, Parker. And we'll find out later that he's a Republican. 
But that's coming. That's coming later on. But, you know, they did him so dirty by just throwing that backpack on him. Because I know they wanted us to, like, take him in in a real hazy way and not focus too hard. But every time that grown-ass man walked around, not with, like, one shoulder on, but both shoulders on that backpack, with that backpack, I was like, this is very sad. Well, the and if movie... This is a grow- if, this, if this man is in college, like... You've also just made this character so sad. Like, it was... They have to humiliate him. I, I know. They have to. Because he's inarguably the better choice of someone to date. Absolutely full stop. And well, that it is that she is constantly faced with him. He brings her ramen to eat in the library? I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can eat ramen. That, <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's like, could you pick a more messy, like, thing that could wreck books? <laughs> it's like, it's like saying, I brought, I brought Benny Hanna into this library. Can you we'll get it. Can you imagine you're working in the library? You are paying money to go to school in Sacramento. You are sitting next to someone who sleeps, then talks loudly and eats ramen with someone. Like, I'd be like, get the fuck out of the library. I do want to put this scene on. This is scene two, the Frisbee scene, only because, look, you say she belongs with him. She bumps into him. There's very little connection, and we're supposed hey, to be like, but that's, that's the, our triangle. Really? But that's She's the same with shower Travis. masturbating to the one. Scene, the scene with Travis. Her whole romantic M.O. is bump into someone. Because remember, she's trying to leave the fight, and she's like, I'm out of here. Boom. Oh, and hand gush, on shoulder. Gush. <laughs> she's like donezo. She, she, all she does is bump into people and fall no. in love. That's all you need. God help this woman on the bus. She's like, boom, boom. Shoulders, 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 shoulders. Let's watch scene two. It's, uh, it's the wind. How long have you been captain of the Frisbee Club? Oh, no, 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 I'm not oh. captain of the Frisbee Club. It was a joke, it was a joke. Oh, oh. hi. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> wobble. You should put some ice on your balls. You should put some ice on my balls. Okay. Uh, this is yeah, flirting in 2023. Okay. You should put some ice on my balls. Walks also, away. It seems like... I'm going to say that to a girl later tonight in New Haven. I have, you, got, you guys can pick me up at the police station tomorrow. Today's podcast is brought to you by 
Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eats all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Here's my question. Why did the movie need to tell us via text on screen, Tucker Dormitory? Why identify this single building in the entire movie? There's never text on screen again. I don't think. 
What it, Las Vegas? Okay, well, I it, believe it, you. It, I think that they basically they had the the guy who did the Indiana Jones map to show you Sacramento to Vegas, the L-shaped <laughs> drive. Um, that same person was like, "I got some extra time. You need anything? Yeah, make a make a graphic that says dorm room. Okay, got it." Um, quick question for you both: Where do you think this was shot? Uh, Where? Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Okay. Shh. Because you're asking, I'm gonna say it's weird. Because I would have said like Baton Rouge sure, yeah. or one of yeah. those kind of Shreveport. or Albuquerque. Shh. Yeah. South Africa. Bulgaria. <laughs> you got me, movie. Wow. <laughs> Bulgaria. This is a, this is all well, okay. Bulgaria. To be fair, that is also where Lady Bird was shot. <laughs> Bulgaria stands in perfectly for Sacktown, baby. I am kind of shocked the whole movie. <laughs> like it's such it's like easy outdoor location. Bulgaria. What kind of tax? I'm now are... understanding some of the bad guys' accents. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Um, wow, okay. wow, wow. I mean, like, there can I, and maybe I'll also ask a question if there are young people in the crowd. I'm curious. Is it just now that everybody's always doing MMA fighting wherever they are, such that genuinely a theatrical production on a college campus in America is just an octagon so that Shakespearean characters can MMA fight each other? Like, but, but was it? I was really confused about that because we didn't hear any Shakespeare, did we? No, we just saw them fight. <laughs> but it was... It was Titus Andronicus. It was Titus Andronicus. We keep being told that it's the that's the production. Wow. What the what is that? Why is there so much MMA and why is it not referenced that isn't this weird that we're watching? You can't people? say isn't this weird when a main character in earnest does the Macarena. <laughs> there's also there's also in Vegas an advertised fight on a billboard in which the bad guy appears to be choking the lead with a chain to death. To death. And is that, is what, that part of what's being advertised? They spent all that money on the billboard, but it's in, like, a fucking dirty-ass garage. Like, it's not it's a stadium. Bul- it's Bulgaria, is what we now know. <laughs> I also had a question about Vegas. <laughs> so, when they... Again, they're always, she's always running away from him. He's not texting her back. I mean, that goes on and on. it was exhausting. I've never been so happy to not be single. It really exhausted me and upset me. But I, sorry, Jason, but it's just exhausting. I, uh, when they, when she runs over and kisses him in the hallway in Vegas, they stumble into a hotel room and have sex all across the hotel room and break things, and it's set up as a comedic sequence that Jason really loved. He loves that type of comedy. I laugh Loves that off. type of physical comedy that really lands and really works. And, but I... I would I argue that that was a funny sequence. I did not find... I, you know, again, I'm, I call me an old shrew. I did not find it <laughs> funny. Um, but I... I kept on thinking during that sequence, is this their hotel room? Because she was, she was going the other way. Yeah. Or they, was this just an open room? Also, they seem also, to just fall into a room. Like, 
There's people at the door, their phone is ringing, and police sirens are heard. So clearly, they're making so much noise and causing so much destruction. The police have been called, but the next cut is them in bed. Like, nothing's happened. He gets up, he runs out, she gets up, she runs out. There is glass all over the floor. There is more glass than in Die Hard, and they're walking around, they're fucking on the glass. It's fucking bananas. They destroy the shower. They, they destroy and, everything. When I she like, tries to get, like when they try to hook up on the mini bar, she's just throwing champagne glasses out of the way and so I she will can hold say, on. Paul, I know you know this, but you know, someone came to our hotel room earlier this evening to blow up my hair because I get my hair blown out for all of you. That's what I do for you guys. And of course, the moment I sat down, because I was still watching the movie, put my little earbuds in, and of course, I come right back into that scene. I know. I, and just, then like, I'm five minutes behind her and, <laughs> on the couch. And neither of us explained to this poor woman like what we were doing, like why I... And I know I tell this story all the time. It just still confounds me. Like, I have not explained to this stranger why I'm watching a sex scene in front of her for her to watch as well. <laughs> why my husband will be watching that scene right there over by the desk on his own computer and headphones. Taking notes. Two minutes behind. <laughs> it's like, I just can't get over it. Like, sh- yeah, and neither of us ever make an attempt to explain like, oh, we actually are here for a show. You know, we just let it roll. You know, we that live, person we live is that currently out. telling this story <laughs> on their stage being should. like the weirdest thing. Should. The weirdest thing I just saw. Yeah. Um, okay. I, do you think that Travis, being that he's one of the leads of Titus Andronicus, <laughs> is thought of as one of the college's <laughs> best actors? <laughs> MMA actors. Like, honestly, like, did they run up to the board to be like, did I get it? Did I get, did he audition for it? Did he, he was like, he was like, I'm in. I'm in the play. I'm in. T- well, what's so and weird is that. And you have to fight that- Chernobyl. Oh, all right. I do think he's definitely known as one of the best fighters because Parker is so terrified of him. Oh, yeah. To a, a comical degree. And I kept on thinking, you know, our, our lead, Abby, Parker's freaking out in the car Parker's about. Like, Get out of my car! And I did laugh at that part. I did laugh at that part. Parker delivers some good... He's, at some (laughs) points, too dry. And, like, at one point when he says, like, uh, she's like, how are your balls? He's like, doctor says I'll never have sex again. (laughs) Hold. No smile. Nothing. I'm like, these people don't know where the jokes are. And maybe it's Bulgarian casting. I'm not sure. (laughs) But, like, he delivered that. I'm like, but then you would go, yeah, doctor said I'll never have sex again. Give me a smile. Give me a smirk. Let me know that you're in on your own joke. He does not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's crazy. That is kind of... And we've talked now for, I don't know, four hours. Um, How long have we been on stage? We've talked all this time and only with the briefest of mentions of what I'm certain is the crux of the movie. The game, if you will, of the movie. Which is, it's about the fight. And Travis and Abby make a bet. If, if, if the guy, uh, Travis says, I can evade every punch, he won't land a hand on me, and she says he will, and their bet is that she will have to live with him for a month. 
And then that's the bet, and then that should be the structure of the rest of the movie. A hundred. How to lose a guy in thirty days? It's not. That's not a section of a larger movie where there's a Vegas heist at the end of it. It's the movie is how to lose a guy. Like we're gonna see in thirty days, that movie will take place. What then happens after we've watched long, uninterrupted? The writer director must be obsessed with MMA, and I wouldn't be surprised if the writer-director of this movie was one of the fighters in the movie. Well, you know who the writer-director is. Chernobyl? No. No. (laughs) Oh. I was going to say what he's written, produced, and directed. Cruel Intentions. Okay, that's crazy, because the entire time I was watching this, I was like... Now it makes sense. It really does, because the entire time I was watching this, I was like, I think I would really love this movie if she was Reese Witherspoon and he was Ryan Felipe. Like, I think that... What I'm trying to... If they were in these roles and understood the comedy and understood what they were doing, like, I would really love this motion So what I'm trying to figure out is... Are these the Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippe of now? And that's, and the no. women of New Haven, you've spoken. <laughs> but that is, because I agree, yeah. that is, because this does feel to me like edging closer and closer to cruel intentions, wild yeah. things, things that are he also pulpy did, and, you know, he, yeah. funny and. He also sexy did that movie, The bound. Sweetest Thing, which was like that really gross out movie with like, the sweetest thing was like Christina with, uh, Applegate, Christina and, Applegate uh, and Cameron Diaz. Well, Cameron Diaz, yeah. It was like a sexy, it was like a gross-out movie. I don't remember it. Okay. Um, but, but there is such a, like, the, the fetishization of MMA and the fighting and all that stuff. I was curious about that, but then I can't remember the point I was making about that. Shouldn't he be wearing a mouth guard? Travis would have absolutely no teeth at the end of every single one of these fights. He's never wearing a mouth guard so that he can flirt. Hey, hey, Pigeon, I'll be right back. (laughs) Well, he never gets anyone to punch him. June and I were shocked at this one scene that thankfully we rewound because we were looking at each other and we're like, what happened here? He goes, and now I know I'm going to make a mistake, but let me show you where I was going. He's like, I don't want to have sex with you, bitch. And we're like, oh. And he said, Pidge. 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 And now... I'm so glad we were around it, Paul, because I was so stunned. I was so stunned. I'd never heard anything like it. And then... To hear Zach or Cody say that... I don't want to have sex with you, bitch. Now, I would hear them say that to the doorman of that suite they were in, because he was a real hard ass. Here's the thing. You wouldn't have had to rewind if you had closed captioning on. It was right there, baby. Um... Anyway, I remembered what I was going to say, which is that the whole game is set up about this. He wins the fight, so now they have to live together. And you would have thought that would be the rest of the movie. And instead, it's just, even though we've luxuriated in these fights, it's just a montage. Uh, like a five-minute five montage. This woman has come to, she's left behind Brian Austin Green, her father in Vegas, to go to college. There isn't a single shot of her in that montage doing a goddamn ounce of homework. Well, sometimes <laughs> when they show day one, they're in and out of that bed so many times. Like, how much time are they spending in the bed? It was like, <laughs> day, I, I thought it was like day 30. It's like, no, day two. Like five well, more times. Day three. It, I'm like, no, wow. But hang on a second. Keep in mind, because this is a contemporary movie, seven of those days, they both had COVID. Oh, okay. That's so true. So seven days of that month, and they were on a Paxlovid 
Um, they had both started Paxlovid, but at different times. So you could also tell they had the weird metallic taste in their mouths. Oh my God. So they were really locked in that room. That? They well, couldn't get out of that room for five days. They couldn't get out because the roommates were like, no, 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 that you're positive. Sense. By the way, the original conceit is so shitty because it's like the shower is busted for 24 hours. It's like, well, you can sleep over here. Why? Just use Why? the shower and go back to your dorm. Agreed. She's like, oh, I can't. I have no place to study. In your dorm room. It's the shower. Like, you know, like, or, or I know. miss one day. I also, I also really struggle because I feel like there was a lot left on the floor that they could have dealt with. Like, the fact that she is a genius, a savant at poker, like, let's see those skills. Let's see her read tells. Let's see her strategize and understand well it seems like her tells or her strategy is to make men sexually uncomfortable <laughs> like well, she goes to that table like oh i was finger banging this person on halloween oh no, fuck you and the guy's like oh, oh. oh but that's like, when she's actually playing i agree with you oh. yes none of her none of her street smart skill set poker playing skill set is she using in any way shape or form to advance herself inside of either the social structure. Well, what what or I'm the... saying is I don't think that she has more than just sexually grossing out dudes. Like I feel like that was her like her amazing poker <laughs> skills is just being sexually inappropriate to men at the table. So, like that's all we we don't see her count cards. We, so like, you think her whole strategy is to be like, oh God, had the worst diarrhea today. <laughs> Still... So you think she's been doing that since 13 years old? It's, it worked better at 13. It's weirder. She's like, hey, It's like what's that watching a, The Exorcist. What, what's that, a tiger print? What do you want to finger me? I'm 13. <laughs> Full house. Watch the TV scene. show. Like, watch, like, watch <laughs> scene seven. But, like, at least in the movie The Hangover, Zach Galifianakis, you know, he, he gets a lot of things wrong, but then when he plays poker, he goes into, like, Rain Man mode, and he can figure out all these I would have things. loved to have seen that. But what we see is this, scene seven. Guys playing poker? No, it's roulette. No. There's a minimum buy-in of five grand. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> Look, Angel, you look nice. But this is a high-stakes room. Do yourself a favor and go to the main floor and pick out a shiny slot machine. I can't go back to the main floor. You see, I'm at this bachelorette party, and Cheryl invited this twat, Terry, who hates me because Lyle finger-banged me on Halloween, which, in my defense, I thought that they were separated. So, where's my vibrator? Uh -huh. Loved that's it. Just, Hilarious. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> we were in it's Providence last night. <laughs> I want to go out to the crowd. I want to see what the crowd has Be to say. Be careful, Paul. We're already it's going even. to the crowd. Be careful. Be careful, Paul. They've got a pizza out there. All it's right, here we go. It's full of clams. All right, your name? Nancy. Nancy, and your question. How have we not put this together that there's an, another kind of lens to look at this? Travis and Lucky 13. What does it mean? All right, walk it through. Taylor Trap. Swift. This is the good girl and the bad boy. Whoa. This is what this has all been about. Wait, what's happening? So, okay. <laughs> this is good, Jason. I'm going to let her break it down. I know this. You know this and you can help me. Yes, okay. okay. So, Travis. Kelsey. 
Kelsey. Oh, okay, okay. I get it now. I get it now. Okay, okay. Is trying to court the good girl. Miss Americana, if you must say. And Lucky 13, he does some shifty things. Maybe, like, says, come and watch me in my arena. So you say that this movie is, this foretold the future. Yes. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. 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 So what you're saying is, maybe by Super Bowl, Taylor Swift will puke in Travis's face. (laughs) By the way, I loved it. I loved, I loved it. Do you have a costume? It, it's only fair because he's got blood on her face, so it made sense that she barfed straight into his face. Oh. Wow. So hot. Oh, you, you, oh let, me get co- let me get a costume, and then you could come too. Sorry, all right. Well, Slow! We, this is amazing. You're in a costume. What is your costume? Audrey too from Little Shop of Horrors. I love it. <laughs> An unspooled movie. Great, great, great. All right, so what is your name and your, cost- uh, what is your, name and your question? My name is Jessica, and I wanted to know why she cut the hole for her money on the top middle of her mattress when you could easily put it on the side. Good question. Yeah, she keeps all of her money. She cuts a hole in the top middle where if she put it on the bottom or the side, it would be easier to get to and not as uncomfortable to sleep in. But your knees and your butt would get stuck in the hole when you moved around. I, 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 also, I also wrote that I thought it would be very uncomfortable to have a hole right where you sleep yeah. in the mattress, and so, I thought that was foolish of her. But great for Travis with that giant penis. They could just stick it right in that hole yeah. and sleep comfortably on his belly. Thank you for that question. I'm going to come to you. I'm going to move to you. People don't have to come to me, but I just wanted to make sure we ha- you can come sit down with your drinks. Okay, uh, your name, all right, and your question. I'm Nikki. Um, I was going to ask if, a- if Abby is a virgin. I wrote this down Such too. Such a good Did question. I miss it because I think she See, is. See, that's why... Okay, Wait. so I wish this was the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, you know, backstory, at, because, origin story, because I wanted her to be more of a virgin, kind of awkward, uh, like, like math genius, poker genius... And instead, I feel like the movie was telling us that she was somehow a bad girl before and was trying to rehabilitate herself and wanted nothing to do with poker. I don't think she's a virgin, but, but why I... did they count? Oh, she's categorically not a virgin. Wait, wait, no, no. But why did they count? He's like, okay, One, I'm put two, it in, and, she and then she's like, I can't wait, wait for no, three. But that's, that's just how people oh, have but, sex now. She was there <laughs> that's how, him That's away. how people yeah. have there sex now. So, Who no, here no, no, does... No. Who here does the countdown? No, no, no. No, she kept pushing him away. Like, when he started to, like, get into, like, her, yes. she was like, wait a second, I have to go to the bathroom and talk to my friend first. Yes, well, and I thought there was so about? much made. There was so much made of the moments of penetration, and that's time I'll never get back. I'll just have I to think... live with that. But there was too much made of that moment where I was like, is she losing her virginity? You, can I ask you a question? Do you think, okay... Because I'm genuinely curious. If there had been a scene at the beginning of... Because I think the move, what the movie is missing is context. Is context for her experience as Lucky 13 
with her dad. If there had been a scene at the beginning where they are paper mooning themselves across Vegas, Fun. he's getting into trouble and relying on her to get him out of trouble. Again, and I'd you love realize to see that movie. she's a child who's responsible for a problematic, addictive father. Probably that, like Zach and Cody were for yes, their parents and the fucking exactly. 10 years How they did that dare show. You? What? And, How dare you? And for the first time, she's like, I choose me. I want to go to college and be normal. No? All right, your name, your question. Uh, I'm Steve, Team Fred. And uh, I just want to know, June, do you feel like uh, with all of this fighting, has, uh, has it unlocked any more uh, secrets into what a street fighter is? Or <laughs> is this a street fighter from a question he, asked by a man wearing a shirt that says, what exactly is a street know, fighter? You know, it is funny, because when you were talking about MMA earlier, I, I did think to myself, I didn't voice it, but I did think, what is MMA? What is it? What is it? I don't really know. And I, I actually do assume it's the same thing as street fighting. Correct? No, I don't think so, because none of it happened in a street. But it seems so lawless. But it's, it, it did seem lawless, except that it didn't. Like, it was still, it, it seemed like it was... I didn't see a referee in there. Well, there was, but there was this, oh, no, that was in the later fight. You're right. Yeah. Um, but there definitely was, like, the kind of idea of a organized... It didn't feel to me like in the first fight, one of them was going to die. Like, it wasn't like one of the... It, Is it that felt, MMA? No, MMA, no, that's what I mean. It doesn't feel like, I, I feel like Street Fighter is like, you fight till someone's dead, right? I guess we're still asking the question. <laughs> I don't know. Like all good art. I'm up here in the balcony. Oh, oh. be careful, Paul. You have to be careful. All right. Ooh, balcony monsters of New Haven. All right, what do we have? All be right. careful, Paul, be careful. Someone's right. got a sign Somebody has there. a sign that says, Paul, my uncle is your cousin. Oh, my uncle is your cousin. Wait, mine. There it is. So, <laughs> guess what? I got my, family here tonight. I do have family here tonight. Okay. My uncle is your cousin. <laughs> That's the T-shirt. Which cousin? Paul. My <laughs> uncle is your cousin. Okay, there it is. All right. Hi. Hi, I'm Dave. Dave, what's your question? Are you related to me? Uh, not that I know. Of. Okay. How many people in this audience are related to Paul? Guys, I have some family here tonight. Oh, wow. Be cool. Let's not talk about sex throughout the entire show. <laughs> All right, here you go. Hi. Your question? Do you think the fact that Abby comes from a troubled past and is introduced to a toxic influence like Travis through her friend named America is a comment on the deaths of despair and the downward spiral of the middle class. Now, there we go. That's a question. This movie is deeper than you all realize. Well, I mean, I would, I would argue that the active B story of the movie is America getting fucked. <laughs> the disdain that our... No? Okay. The disdain that our lead character goes, a nurse's costume, as if that's the most cliched, like, sex costume. My favorite part of that was that it was first thing in the morning. I don't know what you guys are up to, but I don't wake up and be like, should we put on costumes? 
to nobody. <laughs> All right. Your name and your question. Hi, I'm Jason. Um, nice. Very... This guy gets it. Hey. So we're possibly non-consensually violently destroying a hotel room and having sex. Uh, why and where is the cat that we hear when the sink breaks? Say it again. There's a cat heard when the sink breaks. Oh, that's because go go. I'm so sorry, Jason. That's his dick. We have now established We've, that. It is. It's established in the earlier scene. His dick makes cat sounds, and so while they're having sex, boy, is it purring. All right. These are great questions. I'm I'm reticent to leave, but I feel like I New Haven people... showing up. Wow, there's two people coming at you, Paul. Okay, Watch here we out. go. Bring us home. What is your question? All right, so we see Dylan Sprouse's ass an uncomfortable amount of times in this movie. So I if only you remember, saw it once. It's there twice. Is there a few it's times? It's there twice. It's like four, it's like four times. Okay. <laughs> so if you remember, Dylan Sprouse was in Big Daddy with Adam Sandler, and he's got the line, But I wet my own ass! So if you think of this movie as a sequel to Big Daddy, what does that do to the way we view it? Wow. It took, I just want people down here to know, Two men had to participate in the asking of that single question, the entirety of which is predicated on us having seen an Adam Sandler movie, which I have not. So my guess is... Um, you did see... We did see that movie for this podcast. We did not. The oh, Adam I Sand just saw that movie on my own? That was one of the movies that we showed our children. <laughs> what? Really? Yep. S Siri, call <laughs> Child Protective Services, Los Angeles. I thought for sure we saw that movie for the podcast. Wow. We have never done an Adam Sandler movie, nor will we. Yes, we did. We did Jack and Jill, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I have huge news. We have not. We've never done uh, but an I, Adam Sandler I will movie. say... I well, good, because it, it should be un unspooled. I will say we've talked about it, and you've had this exact same take which is, I believe, why we haven't done it. I've told June, we've talked about your memory, and I said to June the other day, I said, hey, it's uh, 4.40, we gotta go. And you said, great. And you walked out of the room, and you came in, and you said, okay, it's 4.40, we gotta go. Guys, women are doing so much. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. There's so much labor that's unaccounted for. That's Second opinion, people, and that's all I'll down. say about that. Um, obviously, we have opinions about this movie, but there are people out there that love this movie. It is now time for Second Opinions. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike. This film is a saddening bore. I don't want to watch anymore. And I could spit in the eyes of fools on Amazon as they rave about a douchebag fighting in his blue jeans. Oh man, look at that caveman go. It's Zach from that Disney show. Take a look at the pigeon bailing out a bum dad. Oh man, I wonder if she'll ever know. He's from 90210. How this get five stars? Amazing, great job! Excellent! And excellent job! Okay, here's the deal, people. 4,500 
and 49 reviews. And this is a brand new movie, right? When did it come brand out? Brand new movie. This came out in April oh, wow. of 2023. Okay, the average rating is four stars. 59% are five stars. Jess writes, decided to watch this during my lunch break and within watching the previews, I was already hooked. I was waiting for a movie with Dylan Sprouse where he's not a second choice to the lead actress. Five stars, already hooked. Wait, is he normally, is he normally? In always. Oh, he's always. He's in always. Got it. The other series. He's, oh, 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 I see. I see. <laughs> he wasn't just saying always. I didn't know if he was like, that was his, if the twin brother was the hunk and he was the, the dud. Maybe there's two. A, twins. There's a hunk and a dud, right? Allison writes, <laughs> it's one of those movies where it comes into your life when you need it. In my case, I had a very recent breakup, and I'd given up on love and romance. The humor was a lightning addition. <laughs> you Sometimes agree, Sometimes you have to see it to regain faith. Plus, Cole Sprouse, damn, what a guy. Oh, I no. loved it. Dylan Sprouse. That's the, uh, that's the other one? Okay. <laughs> she thought it was the other one. I just saw a second opinion here that says, I was blowing a woman's hair out at a hotel room <laughs> and watched 25 minutes of this movie over her shoulder. I found it chilling and upsetting. <laughs> Why was she taking so many notes? And why was her husband watching it on a separate screen and taking somehow more notes? And he's, why is he just one minute behind her? Just a few minutes. Songman writes, I love you, Virginia Gardner, emoji smoochie. This was a comedy slash romance, enjoyable, being a huge Virginia Gardner fan. Emoji heart eyes. Got a laugh, almost a breakup argument, then snap, love, and sex, make out, film, comedy, emoji. <laughs> Laughing emoji. That was a tricky one to read out loud. I'll be honest, we are crumbling as a society. <laughs> um, Brianna Chatham wrote this loved emoji face, Hearts. The acting is honestly not the best, but I am obsessed with this movie. Maybe because I grew up on The Sweet Life, but seeing Dylan all grown up and being hella hot just does it for me. The action is fun, and the enemies-to-lovers vibe is cute as fuck. Literally watched it six times in two days. I was six off work. Times? Don't judge me. Very cute. Five stars. Loved. Six times. And what isn't in there is that that person pushed send on that review and then drove off of a cliff. <laughs> Even I, a diehard lover of this movie, say six is too many times in two days. This movie would have needed like a hundred more boobs. And I'll end on this one right here from Leela M. Imagine a Disney Channel original movie, but horny. 
Yeah. You know what? That's yeah. That I, I agree with that is. one. I do I agree with that one. In a positive way. <laughs> I did some quick uh, research here. Okay, Virginia Gardner, 28. Mad Dog Maddox, 31. Frisbee and the Nuts Dude, 34. The, uh, the dad, Brian Austin Green, 50, which meant he had her at 22. Well, they, but he seemed young, right? <laughs> Oh, well, what? 50. Wait, wait, wait. By the way, no, no. I did my math like wrong. like a young, oh, wait, I did. a young, normal, vibrant age for him to be. No, 50's for sure young, Jason. 50's young on the pulse, virile. 50's totally young. The chilling silence was everything. But by the way, I'm realizing <sighs> New Haven is like, no. I'm You're reali- dead to us, old man. I'm realizing... Wow. I'm the same age as Bag? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what I'm realizing. I thought, here's what I'll say to you, Jason, to lift your spirits. I thought he looked great. Oh, I yeah. I thought he looked great. Here's what I'm going to say. I just realized the piece of information that I'm wrong about. Virginia is 28. The actress is 28. But the character has to be younger than 21 because she's not allowed to gamble. So... She is a 28-year-old playing, let's, 19. So how old is Frisbee Guy supposed to be playing at 34? 23. Wow. Thank you. Why do you know? Yeah. But, how ma'am? You, medical ma'am, school? Ma'am. The answer how? is medical school? Okay. So in order to be in medical school, you have to be 23 at least? Well, what about Doogie? Uh, so, great question. What about Ma'am? Doogie? That's the shirt. What about Doogie? <laughs> Let they're me... All, the, at the end of the day, they're all too old to be playing these ages. But, but let me be clear. If actors that were the actual ages that they're supposed to be portraying were grabbing even fake dicks in this movie, we'd all be like... No, I didn't like this. I didn't like watching this. This was uncomfortable. The the age helped us. If you watched actual 18-year-olds grabbing dicks, and this would have been chilling. This would have been kids. This would have been uncomfortable. So thank your lucky stars that everybody fingering in this movie is in their mid-30s. Now, what I want to tell you both... So that you can enjoy it, you fucking creeps. What I want to tell you both is, before this movie was released, you guys don't know this, they shot a sequel. And the trailer is here. Take a look. Travis, our whole relationship has just been this crazy pressure cooker. Neither of us have been able to blow off any steam. I have always wanted a bachelor party. Okay, let's do it. Welcome to Gatito, Mexico. about his needs. Uh, uh, uh. Put that down. It's about your needs. Wait a minute. Ah! What the hell? Hey, guys. This whole trip was a mistake. We want you to fight for her. What are you doing? You don't see the stare in your right in the face. Love. Abby. Love. 
Really? Yes, segundo. No, no, Yes. There it is. Is it 2024 yet? <laughs> That's exciting. Oh shit. That, wow, we, wow. Wow. All right, now we will pose for our last picture and thank you, New Haven, for this amazing show. You are an amazing crowd. We will be back. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good night. Great job. Eat shit, Connecticut. Thank you so much to the staff at the College Street Music Hall and our amazing tour manager, Beth Thomas, and everyone in the audience who made it such a great night, especially some members of my Connecticut family. Uh, if you want to feel like you're a part of the show, you can get yourself a shirt that we designed live with the audience at night. The shirt says Tucker Dormitory, Bulgaria. And you can snag that shirt at tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. And every shirt we made for the entire summer tour and pretty much every show is available there. We are going on a UK and Ireland tour while most shows are sold out. There are a handful of tickets left for London and some tickets left for Belfast. So head to hdtgm.com to get your tickets. My book, Joyful Recollections of Trauma is available for pre-order. Have you not pre-ordered it yet? Well, you better get to it because it actually helps me a lot. I don't ask for much. I do ask for this, but here's what I'm going to do. If you do it, Go to my website, show me your receipt, and I will send you an autographed postcard with a special message on the inside. I've already sent off like 700 of them, so I would love to continue to do it. I will do the first 3,000 that register, and if you do that, you also get access to Paul Shear's Secret Scrapbook, where you get to see pictures and videos from my childhood that I won't release anywhere else. It's a special part of the website, so thank you for pre-ordering. I appreciate you. And you can get this book wherever you get your books, your audiobooks, your ebooks, whatever you want. It all counts. All right. And if you have a correction or omission from this episode, go to our Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM or leave me a voicemail at 619 Paul Ask. Then make sure you tune in next week to our Last Looks show as we talk a little bit more about Beautiful Disaster. And I will respond to each of your messages. Plus, Jason and I will stop by to chat about some TV and music that we are currently loving. And as always, we will announce our next movie. You can find us everywhere online at HDTGM. And last but not least, I gotta say thank you to all you listeners who support this show every week and our entire team who this show could not be done without. I'm talking about our producers, Scott Sonny, Molly Reynolds, and our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, our engineers, Casey Holford and Rich Garcia, and our associate producer, Jess Cisneros, who makes our amazing social media videos. That's all I got. We'll see you next week on Last Looks. Until then, bye for now. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Let's go, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.